Hi folks, welcome to another edition of Gold Bazan. Today we'll be interviewing India's first team manager Stephen Constantine, who has notably supervised India's rise to the 129th mark according to the latest rankings, which is considered India's best ranking in the past six years. We spoke a lot about a variety of uh, topics with Coach Constantine, one of which was about the Indian Super League, about India's football development, uh, whether that is grassroots development not only for India, but Asian football scale. We spoke about Carlos Queiroz, what Coach Constantine thinks about Iranian football and the Iranian national team, and various other topics. From the conversations that I've had with Coach Constantine, and a definitely football man through and Hi folks, right now I'm on air with uh, Coach Steven Constantine. Coach, thank you so much for your time again. Thank you for our accepting to come on the show. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on and um, hope all is well. How are you doing today? I'm doing good and thanks for inviting me. Coach, uh, before we get into the gist of things, obviously um, you have vast numerous of experience, you know, from Nepal, Millwall, Reserves, Malawi, Sudan, and the list goes on. Um, and I know previously you had managed India back in the day, uh, probably like 2005, if I'm not saying was your last time. What made you uh, want to come back to Asian football? Uh, look, I mean, um, I am a, a little nomadic, I guess you could say. Um, I love what I do. I love coaching. And um, uh, I, I had a call from India. Would I be interested in coming back? Um, and uh, I, I, I think it was a good good move. Uh, exciting things are happening in India. We have the Adam Team World Cup uh, coming up in October. And um, there's a lot of um, good publicity in football um, in the last two years since, since I've been back. Um, uh, so I think it was uh, it, it's one of those where you, you, you know, you hope that you're going to go and make a difference and, and help to, to, to put things forward, which uh, I think we have done in the last two years. Coming back to, you know, the Indian League that it's obviously booming a lot of superstars from the past or even coaching there either as, you know, coaches or as, um, you know, professionals, as athletes. Um, how do you see the Indian League growing in, you know, a couple of years and from the past? Well, you know, uh, I'm hopeful that the uh, the Indian Super League and the uh, the I League, we have two leagues uh, that can currently run one after the other, um, and uh, that, that, that's something that, that needs to be looked at, obviously, because both seasons are three or four months long, um, and, and that's an issue, obviously, with the uh, uh, consistency and stability for the clubs and, and, and the team. So, uh, hopefully, they. Um, they're able to get uh, things sorted out in, in the not too distant future. Um, as you said, there is a lot of uh, um, uh, big name coming here um, in the Indian Super League, which is is great. Uh, I don't ordinarily happen um, for Indian players to be playing alongside, uh, you know, Anelka, Ilano, and uh, um, uh, Diego Forlan and, mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff like that. So that that's all good, but. Um, at the end of the day, we, we need the Indian players to, to develop and to come on, and uh, and that's going to take time. Right. I believe even you guys have, for the first ever time, an Indian player playing abroad in Europe, if I'm not mistaken, your goalkeeper. Yes. Uh, Gupit Singh is uh, um, currently in Norway, um, and hopefully he breaks into the into the, their senior team this year. He's, he's, he's there or thereabouts. Um, uh, I'm optimistic that this year is his year. A uh, very good keeper um, and a very good boy as well. 
let's talk about the player development that is happening in India and some of the difficulties that you've seen and then we're going to touch based on a general aspect of the difficulties that you've seen from generally in Asian football and you know how to motivate these guys to you know try to go up to the higher leagues like as you said go to Norway and what done in Europe um what are the challenges have you seen so far in India or generally speaking in Asian football that could correlate with one another look i think uh, the the big issue is that uh, the level of coaching needs to be better than it is um you have good coaches you'll produce good players you have average coaches they'll produce not so good players um i i think uh, in asia we have the quality uh, there is the ability um uh, there are the resources uh, but uh, i i think that we don't pay enough attention to the right age groups so uh, football football is not started at 14 or 15 football is started at 3 or 4 years old um uh, and, and i think um that 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 culture has to change uh if you look at the world cup only eight teams have ever won the world cup and if you look at those eight countries they all have one thing in common and that is a football culture yes um and, and i think uh that takes time you know uh, in, in india we have um it, it's the size of europe um and, and so you've got varying degrees of uh, football being played at certain different levels so it it's it's quite difficult to get everybody pulling in the same direction and um like i said that takes time but i think of coaching needs to be improved and we need to be going into schools uh junior schools secondary schools um to 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 that I know one of the really marvelous things and uh, he's such a huge uh, fantastic achievement for India you know you guys were previously ranked probably in the 171ish uh, on the FIFA rankings and now you've achieved your like your best ranking in 6 years i believe now it's um, 130th if i'm not mistaken right now to the FIFA ranking that should be some achievement to you coach um let's talk about that achievement uh, the achievement is Uh, which is is the players and mine and, and and the backroom staff and everybody that has uh, to uh, the national team in the last years. Um, uh, it's been a very very tough tough uh, couple of years. Um, we've uh, introduced um, around 30 players who have made their international debuts in the last three years, um, and obviously some of those players. five or six years whoever comes in after me the uh, we won the Suzuki Saps And um right now coach we want to shift like talk about <laughs> Iran um interesting how when we had conversation on the phone you know you had been to Iran um, more than once actually let's talk about Iran um generally speaking in the football terms um from what you've seen in Iran and what not and obviously we're going to talk about the match that India had in Iran during March of um last year so what do you think about the football aspects happening in Iran coach uh, look i think Iran has a uh a wealth of talent um very very uh very very good players um i mean when we played them as you said in in, in march they they were they were very good i think uh i think they can do better than they they do sometimes um i have a, a a fantastic coach um and really the 
have nothing but my respect for uh, as, as a football um, football nation. I would say, um, mm-hmm. um, if I was to sit here and uh, and and discuss his problems or my problems, um, that's I think a question you need to ask him. And coach, is there has there ever been any uh, conversations that you've had or like relationships with any Iranian players um, personally? Um, well, uh, I, I I met um, several times uh, the legend that is Ali Dai, um, and uh, very very interesting character, and uh, <laughs> one of the greats, one of the greats. Um, but you know, I I I I have not come across. Uh, um, too many Iranian players in India <laughs> over the last two years. Yeah. But, yeah. And um, obviously, um, the last question that I have in regards to Iran um, is where do you see them? Do you see them qualifying for this World Cup coming up in the qualifiers? Yeah, I think they're very, very strong in, in, in all departments, um, well organized, well disciplined. They've got some wonderful players. Um, and and I, I they will be one of the, uh, the four Asian teams that qualify. Shifting back to uh, India, uh, Coach, um, I know you guys are right now in the qualifiers to get into the AFC Asian Cup that is happening in 2019. Tell us a little bit more about uh, the preparations and stuff that you guys have in hand for that. Well, we um, will probably go into camp uh, the uh, second week of March uh, and then prepare for the uh, difficult away game against Myanmar. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always very well organized, quite strong at home, partisan crowd. Um, we expect a very difficult game, but if we can get something from that game, and uh, will be will be great for us. Because then we have uh, uh, Kyrgyzstan at home in June, and obviously we want to win a, and we want to try and win our home games. And uh, the the other team. Is, is Macau so I mean uh, look there are no easy games for, for, for India um, we will have to fight tooth and nail to get anything from all of the mm-hmm. games but that's what we're going to do we're going to get what we need and hopefully um, qualify for the Asian Cup Coach my final question which is um, I'm very interested to know is that obviously you're the first team manager but right now you're um, helping the U17 team um, do you also is that like also part of the job that comes with it you also have to <laughs> Focus on you know U twenty three and other certain ages, which is really um, interesting to me. Look, um, when I go to a particular job, I go with uh, with the attitude that I'm going to be there for the rest of my career. Um, obviously, it doesn't happen, uh, but uh, I have a great interest in youth uh, development. I I think that. The best coaches in any particular country should be the human coaches. They are the ones that are going to produce the players so that um, guys like us at the, the, the top end with the national teams pick. Um, so I, I've come down to, um, obviously, they're, they're, um, they're without a coach at the moment, the under-17s. So uh, I offered to come down and uh, work with them for, for mm-hmm. a week or so, and, and that's what I'm doing here now in Goa. Um, but, you know, I, I, I take an interest in all, all the age group teams. I think it's important that the coaches of the age group teams get to interact and see the national coach. Um, and it's even more important that the players of the under-17s, under-19s, under-21s, uh, under-23s see that 
the head coach is actually looking, uh, motivates them, and you know, annuity and the philosophy the same for the senior team all the way down to the under 15s. Um, it's much easier to put in under 19 because it's the same. And for me, actually, all across the conversation, um, uh, there needs to be that place uh, for this Coach, the final question we have for you, uh, thank you for your time, is is there any final thoughts that you um, have to say to the viewers, you know, about, you know, where, from what you've seen, that how India is progressing and just in Asian football, where do you see Asian football moving along in the future? I think we need to uh, be a little more Coaches uh, and internal identifying players. Uh, a lot of lot of very good coaches in Asia and uh, a lot of very very good players uh, all across Asia. Um, obviously, there are a lot of problems with uh, uh, logistics and uh, and leagues and, and certain leagues are not up. up but I, I I think that uh, the AFC have. Uh, Started to implement some changes and um, hopefully going forward um, with more players playing in the top leagues in the world more than there are. Coach, I really appreciate your time for coming on Gold Bazan. Um, as always, we hope to have you more on next time, hopefully, as a panelist. Uh, thank you so much. Nice to be on the show. Thank you very much, Fasha.